evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Sue to Sleep Stories. I'm your host, Lonnie Brock, and I wanted to continue to read a little more of that new edited version, The Bible by Jesus, as if it was Christ himself who wrote it. And before we get into that, may I ask you to find a nice, comfortable place that is safe, whether you have pulled over to the side of the road, whether you're just nestled comfortably in your bed, or you're in your chair or sofa, or even on the floor, wherever it may be. Allow your eyes to close and let the eyelids fall as you feel the lashes flicker against your skin. And allow the furrow between your brows to soften, your cheeks to soften, and your frown or smile. start to release from your neck, shoulders, your arms down your forearms, your wrists, your hands, including your palms, your fingers and fingertips, and also tension to the your upper spine, middle spine, lower spine, your waist, your pelvic floor, tailbone, your hips and thighs, your knees, your legs, your shins and calves, ankles and feet and your toes. And I want you to inhale all the cares and worries of today, good or bad. Exhaling with me and lengthen at the foot of the cross of Christ Jesus of Nazareth. And before I get into that, I wanted to share something with you. There's something that society throws this word around a lot guilt. And I just wanted to go over that for a little bit. So, the official definition of guilt is a noun. It's the fact of being responsible for an offense or wrongdoing. Now, some guilt is false guilt. False guilt is feeling anxious or to blame even when you didn't do anything wrong. For example, if your mom and dad were divorced, hey, that was their choice. It wasn't your fault that they didn't make a go of marriage. But what's real guilt? 
it's doing something that you know is wrong that makes you responsible. Deep inside, you know you should be punished for what you did. How can you stop feeling so guilty? Well, lots of psychiatrists blame society or parents. They say if others didn't blame you for your failures, you wouldn't blame yourself. So, since how you feel is their fault, let them feel guilty. But God's way is better. He said in Psalm chapter 32 verse 5, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. That was recorded by David, or King David, one of the greatest kings of all of Israel. And wouldn't it be great if your failures and the wrong things you've done were gone forever, taken away and forgotten? But that's what God does when he forgives. Their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. Recorded in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 17 through Paul the Apostle to the Hebrews. It takes time to learn to live with forgiveness instead of guilt. Just remember when you do wrong to face up to it. Confess it to God and let him forgive you. Jesus died to take your sins away. He'll take your guilt feelings too. An alternate definition would be feeling like you're to blame when you didn't do anything wrong. Now let's go on to this exciting book. And we'll continue in chapter 2. The Bible by Jesus of the book of John. My first miracle. Verse 1. On the seventh day after my baptism, I was in Cana, where a marriage ceremony was held. My mother was also there. My six disciples and I were invited to the meal. When the wine ran out, my mother said to me, There is no more wine. I answered, Why do you turn to me for help? It is not the time to reveal who I am. My mother told the servants, Do whatever he tells you. There were six stone water pots available to them, and each one held twenty to thirty gallons. I said to the servants, Fill them to the brim with water. Then I said, Take them to the master of ceremonies. The servants carried the water to the one in charge. When they had arrived, the water had turned to wine. Then the master of ceremonies toasted the wine. The servants who carried the water pots knew what happened. Why have you kept back 
the best wine until now. People usually serve their best wine first. When the guests have drunk a lot, then a poor quality is served. This was the first miracle I did that manifested my glory, and my disciples believed in me. After this, I changed my base of operation from Nazareth to Capernaum, or Capernaum, which is located by the Sea of Galilee. When the Passover came in the spring of A.D. 26, I went up to Jerusalem with my disciples. I found people in the temple selling animals and birds for sacrifice, cattle, sheep, and pigeons. Money changers had set up tables to exchange foreign coins into Jewish money because the foreign coins had images of false gods. I made a whip out of some rope and drove the animals out of the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers. I commanded, Stop turning my father's house into a market to sell your sacrifices. The disciples were amazed at my anger and said, His devotion to the Lord's house burns in him like a fire. The Jewish leaders challenged me, What miracle can you show us that gives you the authority to do this? I replied, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it up in three days. They said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple. Do you think you can rebuild it in three days? But I was speaking about the temple of my body. After the resurrection, my disciples remembered I spoke about this event earlier. It was not about rebuilding the temple. While I was in Jerusalem for the Passover, many believed in me because they saw the miracles I did. But I did not entrust myself to them because I knew what was in their hearts. A footnote by Christ our Lord. There comes a time when you must no longer tolerate hearsay and evil, but you must confront evil by prayer and action. That's what I did when I cleansed the temple at the beginning of my ministry and the end of my ministry. I hope you enjoyed that, ladies and gentlemen. 25 verses from the book of John from this new editing version of The Bible by Jesus.
and you can always compare it to a version that you have at your house or online or in the library, wherever you are able to access the Bible. I encourage you to study it yourself and ask the Lord questions. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you. And this also brings me to the discussion of anger. Anger is a word that we're so afraid of, isn't it, in our society? And yet there is righteous anger. But that will be for another time that I would love to share with you my perspective on that. Until next time, I hope you are soothed to sleep. Blessings to you. listener support button if you want to make a small donation of any amount so that I can continue this. It allows me the freedom to be able to continue this and I appreciate you so much. I hope that this is putting you to sleep. I pray that it It's okay. Yeah, there, there. Go to sleep. Yes. That's right. Just feel his arms of love wrapping you. Feel the warmth of God's love in your arms. And fall asleep in his arms. He promises to give to his beloved even in their sleep. Thank you, Lord, for giving each listener a dream and a vision of your purpose.